Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Everyday Revival with Pastor Kendall Watrous. Make sure to check us out on YouTube and Facebook, or you can visit us at faithlifefamily.com. Here's Pastor Kendall. Welcome back to Everyday Revival. We're so excited that you're with us today. Uh, you can kind of look outside today and you can sense a little bit that it's almost spring. And uh, I like that. Um, even wore flip-flops into the office today just uh, as a sign that I truly believe that it's almost spring. Um, I always laugh here in the South because we get a couple days like these and then, uh, you know, you're back to your boots and then you're back to your flip-flops and it's funny. But anyway, I hope you're having a great week. I um, uh, really am excited about diving into some of these things today. We're going to be talking about staying free from worry. Now, um, if you know anybody like this um, that, that tends to uh, be caught up in, in worry and uh, they're always wringing their hands and they don't know what to do, you might want to have them hop on too or you can share this with them. Um, uh, at, at a later time, but uh, there are some great scriptures uh, that lead us and help us in staying free from worry. Worry can, it really can um, in, uh, debilitate you and cause you to shut down um, in your life. Uh, people get so bound up in, in worry and, and even over their kids or over what they think might happen um, in the future. Uh, which is what worry is, right? So you're, you're afraid that something bad is going to happen. And so it, it shuts you down. There's no more fo- forward motion or forward progress in your life because uh, worry has taken over. And, um, you know, I, uh, I, I'm going to be reading a few things out of this book. It's called A Sound Disciplined Mind by Pastor Nancy Dufresne. Um, great book. If you ever can get a hold of, of this book, um, I, I know you can go to their, their ministry there uh, in California and get it, uh, but it is a great book. But I, I'm going to be reading here, and it, it says, uh, God said to us that there are three primary ways that people lose their peace. And so she was talking about how God had been speaking to her in a message uh, in, in one night when she was uh, ministering. And these are what these are the three things that he gave to her by the Holy Spirit. And he said, these are the three primary ways that people lose their peace. So my ears are open and I'm ready to hear what, you know, what these are. Well, number one, she said, first, worry. Worry was the number one thing. There's other ones, but that people lose their peace through worry. Well, I, you know, I'm reminded of that scripture um, over there, and I believe, let's see, it's in Isaiah 26, verse 3, and it says, uh, Thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusts in thee. Now, the, uh, I think it was last Wednesday, I was talking about the lordship of Jesus in our lives and how you know, he becomes, when we get born again, he becomes the Lord of our life. And that also is encapsulated in, in that believing is trust because you're trusting someone that you cannot see. You're trusting that your eternity is secure, right? You're trusting in, in him. 
And so this verse says it right here that he's going to keep us in perfect peace if our minds are stayed on him because we trust in him. So he's pointing here to the fact that there's, there's a place called perfect peace, um, not just peace like the world gives <clears throat> or the world says, you know, uh, we just want peace and not war, you know, and people say all, all different kinds of things that sound good, um, <clears throat> but really it's not the God kind of peace or the God kind of love or the, the things like that. But when, when, when he speaks this, he's saying there is a place of perfect peace, peace that's beyond your understanding. Peace that when all hell is breaking loose around you or circumstances are coming your way and or have come your way and you're standing in the middle and it looks like everything around you is burning down. I don't know if you've ever been there, but I have. And, you know, you're you're like, wow, I didn't think this could get any worse. And it just keeps on getting worse. Um, but he said in the midst of those times, basically, if we'll keep our mind. So let's talk about our mind for a minute. Our minds stayed on him. If there's a place of perfect peace that I can, I can, I can have, if I'll keep my mind right, if I'll keep my thinking straight, I want that with everything in me. But so many times people, just the human nature, our humanness, we, we can't, it's, it's very difficult for people to get beyond just their human thinking. Um, and, you know, there's so many aspects of that, so many aspects of our thinking and the human side of things, right? Because we, we, we live in this body, we have a mind, and so many people get heady and intellectual about things. But the Bible says, if our mind is stayed on him, well, when we, when we look at that, how are we going to keep our natural minds stayed on him in a world where everything is vying for our attention? We have kids, we're getting them ready for work, I mean, for school, <laughs> yeah, for work. Uh, we're getting ready for work, right? Um, we're getting, you know, we go through the day where all the demands that work brings, um, our jobs, our, our, our families after work, right? When we get home, what ladies, we, we, you know, might pick up dinner or put on dinner. Um, you know, we've got our husbands and our wives to deal with. Maybe you're single, so you don't have that, but you have other issues of life that you have to deal with. And, and things, there are lots of demands. So our minds are taken to so many different places during the day. So how do we keep our minds or we can say it like this, fixed on him. Well, I'll give you an example of, of what I did, and, and, and I do this often, not all the time, but I do it often, is I take a little piece of paper or a, an index card I have in the past, and I put a verse, one verse, that, you know, in, in the mornings when I'm up and I'm reading the word or whatever, or I'm just praying, that, that verse will come up in my heart. And so many times it's, I mean, it is because it's the Holy Spirit on the inside of us, right? He brings that verse up to me. And maybe it's a highlight verse that I know I'm like, that I need to meditate on this verse 
like for a week or for a month or for a, a certain amount of time, right, until it gets in me. So I put it down on a piece of paper and I might take it to the car and put it right there where my speedometer is. Now, don't tell anybody that I told you to cover up your speedometer, you know, when you get if you get pulled over by the police. I mean, hopefully you're not going to do that, but somewhere up there, you know, um, and, and put it and I'll just because I'm in my car, you know, a lot or I'll put it on my desk at work. And it's just a st- simple verse to remind me of the things that he's he's holding before me. Now, you know, other people, they have other things that God's dealing with them about. Each one is different. So mine's not going to be the same as yours. But you take that and you keep it before you. And the Bible even talks about keep it in the midst of your heart. Of course, we keep it on our lips by saying it. But what it's doing is it's keeping my mind stayed on him. I'm, I've got the word before my eyes. Now, I realize you can't sit there and stare at it all day. You've got decisions to make. But I want you to understand what I'm trying to say is that I'm making the effort. I'm going towards the, the um, I'm using, I'm making actions uh, that are, are taking steps towards keeping my mind stayed on him, right? Another thing I do is just I you know, underneath my breath, maybe I'm going, I have to go to the post office or whatever. I'm praying in the Holy Ghost. I'm, I'm stirring myself up, myself up on the, on the inside, you know, um, um, building myself up, like Jude says, on my, my most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. So I'm, I'm keeping myself very aware that it's just one step there over into his, into his presence. So it's, it's, I'm practicing like that, that one book talks about practicing the presence of God. I'm practicing that I'm keeping my mind stayed on him because if I keep my mind stayed, and if you keep your mind stayed on all the craziness of the world, we're going to look just like everybody else. And some people look like they need a straitjacket right? They act like they need a straitjacket because the human mind, the human body is not designed to take on stress and worry and to wear that coat of that for a long extended period of time. We weren't designed that way. We were not designed for stress. We were designed for peace. We were designed to be houses of peace, so that when we even come in contact with other people, they recognize the peace. Now, I will say this. There, this is much different than what the world calls, you know, uh, the kind of new agey thought of, you know, this inner, uh, uh, you know, meditation and, and centering yourself. And, you know, we're all part of the earth. And I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about spiritual, the spiritual aspect biblical aspect of walking in peace and not letting worry overtake your mind. Um, we find that, you know, you even look at statistics from uh, for, from 2024 uh, so far and it, back in 2023, the statistics of young people and uh, in their, even in, up into their 20s and 30s that are taking their lives. Why? Because they're so overwhelmed by life. They're, nobody's told them maybe that 
that they can be free and have a peace that passes all understanding. It will keep, let's turn over to that uh, scripture, um, uh, a peace that passes all understanding because it'll keep their hearts and minds in Christ Jesus is what it says, but I want to turn there. Um, I'm looking it up right now, and it's over here. Let's see, right here, Philippians 4, 5 and 7. But I, uh, I'm i going to focus on verse 7. It says, um, And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So uh, interesting there, it says the peace of God, which uh, I think King James says, uh, the peace of God, which passes all understanding. In other words, you can't line up any human that can that can um, tell you why this is why this is happening, right? Because it's beyond human understanding. It bypasses your human thinking. This peace is so good. Why? Because it's the peace of God, and it says it will guard your hearts and your minds. Well, how many of us need some? some guarding of our hearts and minds. Yes, we do. Uh, we need some some guarding of our hearts and our minds, especially in the day we live in. Now I'm going to go back up to verse 6 here. It says, do not be anxious about anything. Uh, another translation, do not worry about anything. We're talking about how to be free and how to live free from worry. <clears throat> this right, Philippians 4, verse 6, that's where I'm at. It says, don't be anxious. Don't be, don't be worried about anything. Well, my goodness, how in the world can the Bible say that? I've, I've run into people and they're like, there is no human way that we could, I could ever stop worrying about my kids. I mean, it's a terrible world out there and they're in for a, a you know, a, a, a terrible time. If, if I don't, if I don't know, you know, what's going to happen, you're going to have premature gray hair and you're, you're going to have ulcers. And your kids are still going to be um, unprotected because you're not in faith. You're, you're in worry. And there's, there's much of a difference. We don't have time to get into that today, maybe next time. But uh, if, if, if you're not in faith, right, you're in something. So you're worrying. You're fretting. You're having anxiety about things. You're having anxiety. So this verse right here, it says... <laughs> Even back up in verse 4, it says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And I say it again, rejoice. So there's something that we can do instead of worrying. We can get happy. How in the world can you get happy, Pastor? I mean, my son's on drugs. My daughter's running around with guys sleeping around. Uh, this is happening. Uh, you know, they're about to uh, kick me out of my house. This is. How, how, do you, how do you get to that place? Remember I said remember I said in the very beginning it all comes back to trusting in him trusting that he is going to take care of you if you don't if we can't trust in the lord with all of our hearts and lean not unto our own understandings understanding if we can't trust in him then it's going to be very difficult for us to walk in this verse right not to worry about anything i trust him that he's going to take care of us, even if the economy got worse. I trust him to take care 
of my kids and my grandkids. Why? Because the word of God says that his hand is on us for blessing. The blessing is on us and my family and my children's children. The blessing is on us. See, so I, if you know the scriptures, if you believe what you're saying, if you confess it, if you stand on it, you have to be, and we have to be aggressive about it. I didn't say uh, aggressive to people. I said aggressive with our faith. We, in other words, we're, we're constantly taking ground. We're constantly going forward. Why? Because the enemy's working 24-7 against you and your family. So if you lay down, you will be a worry wart. My, I remember my mom used to say, she said, don't be a worry wart, right? Don't be, I don't know where that came from, but don't be a worry wart, right? Don't, don't let worry overtake you. Let's read this verse again. Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Don't be anxious. Don't worry about anything. But instead, in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. So he's saying, instead of worrying, offer it up to God. Trust him. Tell him. Listen, God, oh my goodness, this is going on. You already know it, but I need help. And I'm I'm coming to you in my prayer right now, and I'm asking you, help in this situation. And I thank you. Notice it says with thanksgiving. You're thanking him because you trust him. You know that he's taking care of it. Once you offer it up to him, you're walking away knowing that he's taking care of every aspect of your life. It's a trust issue. Worry does not follow people that trust. Worry can't be around in a place where there's total, uh, I rely on him. I trust him. So he said, with prayer and petition and with thanksgiving, present your requests. Make your requests known unto God. I just did that, and I said that, and now what do I do? And then the peace of God, which transcends all understanding. It's beyond human thinking. It'll, start, it'll guard my heart and my mind in Christ Jesus. So, in other words, peace becomes a guard, it guards my heart and it guards my mind from the bombardment of the things that are coming against me. That peace, my goodness, we need this, don't we? We need this peace in the day we're living in. You need this peace to do, to do life. You need this peace. I tell you when you really need it is when you walk out of church on Sunday morning, <laughs> right? Into the, into the rest of your week. You know, and that's why I love Wednesdays, because Wednesdays we we get together and gather as a church family. Why? Because midweek, man, you you need something to boost. You you need to be around, you know, the people of God and get around that because you've been out in all this, the the thinking and the the way the world does things. And you need you need that washing of the word. Uh, and, and you need that in your life. And when you, when you get, once you get around that, oh my goodness, it's just so refreshing. So we don't have to do life in worry and fretting and having anxiety and wringing our hands. And when they say this is come, you know, this is on the news and all these things are happening, we should not be the ones wringing our hands. 
We should not be the ones that are complaining with our lips and talking about how bad it is. No, we have scripture right here to say, I don't have to be anxious. I don't have to worry about everything and anything, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn that and I'm going to look to the one who I trust and I'm going to say, God, I trust you. I trust my family to you. I trust my kids to you. I trust my ministry to you. I trust my job to you. I trust my future to you. And I, I, I thank you and I thank you that you're working and I thank you that you're moving today. Every day I do this. Thank you that you're moving and you're working in our lives. Thank you that you're protecting us and keeping us. And now what happens? Verse 7 is now mine. The peace of God now belongs to me. It's beyond all human thinking. That peace comes on you. And it guards my heart and it guards my mind in Christ Jesus. So now I have a guard and I can go out and I can face the day with a guard around my heart and with a guard around my mind. We have to be proactive in our Christian walk. Our Christian walk is proactive. It's every day taking up the word of God. Did you know that's what Jesus did when he was on this earth? He spent time with a with a father and then he went out and he did what he was on this earth what he what he heard and saw his father heard his father say that's what he went and did. Why? Because he spent time with the father. When we spend time with him, these things are ours. They're guarantees in our life. Man, that is, I'm telling you this is good news. This is such good news, and I hope this helps you in your day. I hope this helps you um, on the job or whatever you're facing in life. I know that the peace of God is there for you. So let's pray that today. I believe that with you and for you. And so, Father, we just ask in Jesus' name that each one listening, Father, each one that gets a hold of this, I thank you that your peace, which passes all understanding, will keep their hearts, guard their hearts and their minds in Christ Jesus. I thank you that whatever they're facing, you're bigger, you're stronger, you're more mighty than anything that comes against us. And I thank you for your word that says, if you're for us, who can be against us? And so we thank you today. We thank you that this word is alive, and I thank you it's powerful and that it's helping people in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, Hope, hope you got something out of this today. I, I don't know uh, if you can't help but get anything out of this. And uh, man, I'm excited. So we'll keep on these things as the Spirit of God leads us. And until next week, have a great week. And remember to live every day, every single day in Everyday Revival. Revival.